0: welcome to another episode of called bank sports unfortunately nate isn't feeling too well so it'll just be me today um hopefully he'll be back by the by the next post game so he can he can cover that and tell you what he thinks about the season so far but this video will kind of stand in for the post game review of the kings game and and then after that i'll I'll talk a little bit about the upcoming schedule um one thing to keep like let me know in the comments so real quick we have the Ah, uh, the Nuggets, the I'm blank, the Rockets, the Bulls, and then the Bucks. Before the end of October, those are our four games. We're already two and zero. So, of those four games, how many do you think will win? And going into November first, what do you think the record will be for the Jazz? My prediction is that we'll lose one of the next four. So, I think we're going to go into November five and one. So, let me know what you think down in the comments. Um, with that being said, let's hop into the Kings game. The Jazz won one hundred ten to one hundred one um and the final score doesn't really tell a story because the kings were actually up for a large portion of this game uh the jazz came back at the end to win it um great performance at the end they played they played great right when it mattered um i do want to talk about two issues because last season pretty early on the jazz kind of had a rough start and i noticed a couple like a couple things that needed to be ironed out pretty pretty early on um luckily this season I've, I'm only noticing two, and I think they're kind of, um, at least one of them is explainable. Uh, so what I've noticed both in the Thunder game and the Kings game is the Jazz really aren't shooting very efficiently. Uh, they shot 41% this game, and I think they shot uh, around 43% or something against the Thunder. So I would like to see that. I like. I want to see the floor be like 45, and then most of the games be, be in the 48 range. Uh, I think that'd be a great percentage for the jazz. Um, one thing to keep in mind though, is this game. So they shot 90 shots and I believe 41 of those shots were from three. So almost half of their shots were from three and they shot high thirties, like 38% from three against the Kings. So that could be one reason why uh, field goal percentage is a little lower. It's just volume of threes is ridiculous. Volume of threes was ridiculous last year, but um, another thing why field goal percentage is probably going to be down across the whole league is with the rule changes it's harder to get a foul and with it harder to it's when when you take a shot and miss it but you're fouled on the shot that doesn't count towards your field goal percentage but if you make it it does count so it's kind of a free shot it doesn't hurt your percentage but it could help it um with less fouls being called there's going to be more shots that you miss that you thought you were fouled on so you took it or or something along those lines and so there's also going to be more shots counted towards the field goal percentage so i'm guessing field goal percentage is going to be lower across the whole league still i think 41 is too low the jazz need to get that up if they want to uh, claim the first seed and go deep into the playoffs this year um, another thing was a problem that kind of carried over from last year and that's turnovers uh, last game they had a lot of turnovers it wasn't um, they were up the whole game so i think that kind of made sense they played a, a pretty deep bench they like it was kind of garbage time for a lot of the game this game their turnovers are what dug them into a hole that they had to climb out of um luckily the jazz are good enough to climb out of it their defense is really solid their offense was good enough like um i think they were getting good looks it's just not all of them were falling um so the turnover issue they had that issue (coughs) excuse me they had that issue all year last year they're having it again this year. Um, 19 turnovers against the Kings, that's not good. And a lot of them were really bad, where it's just a bad read, throwing it right to where a defender can reach it, leading to fast break points. If you get a turnover, the last thing you want is it to turn into a fast break, because that's an easy—that's normally an easy bucket that at the other end that they don't have to fight for. And that happened a lot. So they were some of the worst kinds of turnovers. Um, so the Jazz need to iron that out. Uh, looking at the Jazz, though... Even though it was a, it was a tight game, the Jazz played a much deeper bench than they than they were used to playing last year. <clears throat> um, last year, um, Quinn Snyder he would, uh, it, unless there was an injury or or a blowout early on, it was a nine man rotation every single game. Um, so far, they've played twelve man rotations both games. Um, I don't expect this to last, especially if. Rudy Gay comes back Uh, well when he comes back not if he should be coming back in the next couple of weeks but when that happens I'm expecting it to to be cut down to nine or ten um and but this was a tight game and they still played the the deeper rotation um a lot of guys on the deep rotation really didn't get played much Joe Ingles only had six minutes um and Eric Pascal he had 15 so Maybe we'll go on, we're going to be seeing a lot more of him than I thought we would. Uh, I know we had a question last live stream about whether or not I thought he was good. That's still up in the air. Yeah, what he does doesn't really show up in the box score. I want to wait probably 10 or 15 games before really having a, a hard opinion on him. Um, and then I want to like just highlight the three best players on the Jazz this game. And one of them has had what I thought was the play of the game. Uh, and that was Hassan Whiteside. This is a like uh, I've, I've said this. I want to keep saying it. Just like be transparent. But I've not been a fan of Whiteside for most of his career. I was not happy when I heard that the Jazz signed him. I thought he wouldn't be a good fit. And everything is proving me wrong so far, which is awesome. I'm I'm glad that Whiteside is proving me wrong and that he's working. He's a really awesome fit. What he's shown is he can come off the bench. Obviously, he's not Rudy Gobert. But he can play that same style of basketball, and when he's out there, we don't get we don't see a drop in rebounds, and he's still a good rim protector. So he's keeping people out of the paint. And what he proved to me tonight is that he sets strong screens. Um, I, I forget what player it was, but Donovan Mitchell had the ball. Whiteside came set a screen on his defender and laid the defender on his back. Uh, Donovan Mitchell missed the shot, but having those kind of screens. Is a huge deal. It keeps a pick and roll game live uh, and and thriving when Whiteside's out and Gobert's on the bench. So, I think he's an awesome pickup. And he had he, he had eight points and nine rebounds, which is uh, if if you look at per forty eight, that's probably exactly right where Gobert would be this game. Uh, Gobert was probably a little higher because Gobert had seventeen points and twenty rebounds in thirty two minutes, which is ridiculous and that leads us into i think he's this gobert was the second biggest reason why we won this game 20 rebounds and 17 points if we can see games like that from gobert regularly first off he's going to be an easy choice for all-star if if you're averaging close to a 20 and 20 that's ridiculous second off like high teens for scoring for gobert is exactly like we need to see that from him more and 20 rebounds is exactly what we need to see from him because if he's just getting all those rebounds, it opens everyone else up a lot more. Um, defensive rebounds, everyone can start being the outlet. We can run more fast break stuff, which I think the Jazz have a good roster to run fast breaks if we can get it out quick enough. And then obviously, like he had six offensive rebounds this game, which that's just six extra possessions that we wouldn't have had. Otherwise, that's enough to turn the game when you win by nine points. Six extra possessions can lead to anywhere from twelve to eighteen points if you score in every single one. So that's a huge deal. That's enough to swing swing a game is six offensive rebounds, and those six offensive rebounds make a, make up a lot of like I, I wait, an offensive rebound and a turnover is almost exactly the same uh, because it, it's a a turnover is you're giving up an extra possession to the to the other team, an offensive rebound is you're taking back an extra possession from the other team um so if gobert can be more active on offensive boards like he was tonight uh, that will counteract our turnover issue um obviously gobert hasn't played any great centers any amazing rebounders yet this year so i think his rebound numbers are a little bit inflated right now obviously it's two games in everything's probably a little inflated or deflated but i'm i'm excited to see him if this is what he's doing through two games I want to see him keep up this level of play. Um, that being said, he was a minus 9 compared to Whiteside's plus 18. Um, plus minus is nice. Uh, it, it's a nice like glance stat. Uh, I'm not going to put too much weight on that minus 9. And I think plus minus actually matters a lot more over the course of a season. So maybe we'll try to take a look at uh, the plus minus maybe every 10 or 20 games over the course of the season to see where players are at. Um And how they're actually helping. And also plus minus is an interesting one because you can't always directly impact that. It's more of a what lineups are you put out there with. Um, So that's an interesting thing. And obviously the best player for the Jazz this game was Donovan Mitchell. 27 points. He got his, what was it? Four assists, five rebounds, two steals. It's exactly what I want to see him. Like I want to see him about five rebounds, five assists, and one or two steals each game. Uh, with 25 plus points so this is a perfect game for donovan mitchell for me the two downsides are he had five turnovers which which are way too many davion mitchell was kind of tough on him he stripped him that one time um I, I, donovan mitchell has never been the best at taking care of the basketball I, I was hoping to see a big jump from him this year obviously we're two games in i'm not going to judge him too hard but i think that's that's um not a good sign is having five turnovers in a game. Um, obviously, the Kings, like the Kings aren't a great defensive team, but they do have a lot of quick guards uh, that can intercept passes. So I think that was kind of what was going on. And Davion Mitchell's obviously a great defender. Um, the other issue with Donovan Mitchell is that he shot nine for 25. So he got those 25 points. I mean, the 27 points purely from volume shooting, which isn't a bad thing. If anyone's going to volume shoot on the Jazz, I want it to be Mitchell. But um, I would like to see that be um, if if he could get 27 points and 20 shots. That's what I want to see more from Mitchell. Um, I, I want to see him taking about 20 shots a game, and if he's taking 25 shots a game, it better be a 30 plus point uh, uh, point night whenever he takes 25 shots. So I still think the Jazz are kind of rusty. There's like. It's early in the season; they're kind of getting used to things. It's like when you come back to school, you get your first homework assignment, and you're trying to remember, like what you're what you're like trying to get back in the rhythm of homework and figuring out what to do there. Um, I don't know. Maybe my school analogies don't hit as as well as I think they do, but that, that's kind of how I can relate to it. Um, so I think that Jazz will. I think their defense is looking good. Obviously, there's a few improvements. You need to hold onto the ball a little bit more, and I think with like once they get back into the rhythm rhythm of the season, their shots will start falling. Uh, The good news is we have Jordan Clarkson, who's been um, his usual self, not efficient, but he's been making shots. Um, I don't think we can really expect crazy efficiency from Jordan Clarkson, but he does his job. He got 15 points against the Kings. So um, I think the jazz are looking good. Rudy, when Rudy Gay comes back, things are going to look even better in my, uh, I'm hoping that's what I, what I expect. So, Um, early start, but let's jump into the schedule real quick. I kind of went over this at the beginning. Um, but through the end of October, uh, the Jazz have a nice mix of so we've had two pretty easy games to start, and out of our next four, we have three that are I would consider um most like pretty strong locks for playoff uh, playoff position. So they're probably going to be a pretty three pretty tough teams, and then one. But what should be an easy team against the Rockets? The Rockets are still probably kind of in a tank mode. Um, they're probably looking to try to get another young star to pair with their core um, in this draft. So I don't think they, they even have... Uh, first off, their roster isn't great. So they should beat the Rockets. But they play the Rockets on Thursday and they play the Nuggets on Tuesday. The Nuggets, I still think they should beat them. Um... They're out. Jamal Murray, obviously. The Nuggets are still a good team without Jamal Murray, but I don't think. I think the Jazz are definitely a stronger team than the Nuggets right now. They're playing the Bulls. The Bulls are kind of a question mark. The Bulls got a lot of talent. um Like it's pretty early on in the season, so they're two and zero right now. But uh, who knows what's going to happen? I think that's going to be a really interesting game. That should be a fun game to watch um, on a Saturday, and then Sunday Halloween night. We play the Bucks at home. Well, not at away. We play at the Bucks' home, not Utah, not the Jazz' home. So we're playing in Milwaukee, um, and obviously that's going to be an awesome game against the defending champs. Um, the Jazz tend to do pretty good against the Bucks. Those are usually fun games, even when the Jazz weren't really good. Um, when they're kind of a fringe playoff contender, they still play pretty good against Giannis and the Bucks. So. Um, I'm excited to see that I, I think and as I mentioned before let, let us know in the comments How you think the Jazz will finish out October um, I think they're probably Going to drop one of these next four Even though I think it's totally possible For the Jazz to win all four I think they're one of the best teams in the league So I think they can win Against any team on any given night um, But then again You're, like, you're going to lose some So I think they're going to end up 5-1 and one Heading into November I think that's an awesome start um i think anything less would be a little bit of a disappointment if they head in 4 and 2 I, I, it's not awful to lose if they lose like 3 of the next 4 that that's an issue but yeah i'm, I'm excited for the schedule um uh, make sure to let us know what you think about how the jazz is going to do um we we'll, we we'll, we started off with like season questions of how do you think the jazz will finish the season but now that we're in the season we can take it off into more bite size how do you think they'll finish october so uh thanks for watching uh, thanks for joining me um, and yeah make sure to follow us on what, whatever channel you're listening on and yeah we're gonna keep putting out jazz content this year so if you're a jazz fan you, you should follow um, so thanks again for watching have a good day